Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Mike Hastings has seen a lot in his hockey career. I don't know that he's ever had uh, as interesting the last couple of weeks or probably the last month, really. You don't even know you're going to be in the Olympics. The next thing you know, you are. Your team's number one in the country. You win a conference championship you get back from beijing after competing in the olympics and you're on uh, uh minnesota soil again mike first of all congratulations and 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 on winning the conference last night and everything else but but explain these last few weeks of your life it's, it's been unbelievable in your hockey career yeah hey, uh, thanks mike uh very very blessed actually uh it's it's been um busy eventful um enjoyable I've been around a lot of really, uh, really good people in the hockey world, which there's a lot of, um, and the experience uh, was, it was unique. You know, we, we, uh, the, the travel to LA to, to put the team together and, and meet there and get a couple of skates and uh, try and stay COVID free as much as we could before we uh, went over to Beijing and, uh, it was it was an unreal experience. It's something I'll, I'll cherish for the rest of my life, uh, and you know, very appreciative to David Quinn, uh, giving me the opportunity in USA Hockey to be able to be a part of the Olympics and, and work with a great group of players and an unbelievable staff. Pete, Mike, how was it over there in terms of all the things that we hear about and we don't always get to see it? But in terms of COVID and all all of those concerns, was did it did it feel a lot different than the United States, or what was the feel? What what did you what was your takeaway? Yeah, you know what, it was different. Um, you know the 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 environment that we were in was was pretty much locked down consistently. If we, if we weren't at the Olympic Village uh, with all the other athletes uh, that were competing, uh, we were at the rink or we were in our quote-unquote condo or apartments um, that, that we were we were housed at. And, and that was about it. And you went from point A to point B to point C back to point A, and that was your day. And, uh, you know, when, when we were out uh, traveling from place to place, there just there wasn't a lot of traffic. And, with over 20 million people in Beijing, you, you thought that that would be uh, something that you'd be dropped in the middle of. But uh, there, you know what? It was it was different. Let's put it that way. We're we're a little further along here, and and we've got some opportunities to do things that uh, on a daily basis that we just didn't have uh, while we were in Beijing. But the guys handled it incredibly well. Uh, they were, uh, you know, they, they got out and they were able to go. Our staff couldn't go to the opening ceremonies or the closing ceremonies, and 
this morning, some photos started rolling in from uh, Advocator, one of our one of our leadership group uh, men that that uh, played a couple of games and then was done uh, of the closing ceremony. So it's uh, it's something that the guys were able to experience at the beginning and the end, and the in between. We wanted to get a little further than we did, but it was a great experience. Mike Hastings is our guest, head coach of Minnesota State Mankato, uh, number one in the country, and just back from Beijing in an Olympic experience. And, of course, it, it raised an interesting topic, and, and that is should a qualifying game be decided by a shootout uh, with what happened to you against Slovakia? Uh, what, what was the sentiment amongst the team after that? Hey, you know what? Uh, crushing, to be, to be honest. Now, we knew what we were getting into the the rules sure. were set before we played yep um but i also have to tell you you know the the tournament ended without us losing a game in in regulation or overtime we we went to a shootout and you, you know you go from hopefully having an opportunity to have two kicks at the can to, to win a medal uh to being to being swept out we had some great opportunities in overtime uh, you know, we uh, Beneers hit a post. Uh, we 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 had looks. Um, it just didn't happen for us, and um, so it was a it was a bitter pill to swallow at the time. Um, but you know, in the days after being able to be around that group a little bit more, you just you realize the experience was very special, and it was something that you'll remember forever. Hey, Mike. One one thing that stands out for me: you're you're ranked number one. You've had unbelievable success at every single level. Level not having uh, losing season as a coach and all that. And and I just have to ask you: obviously, recruiting is a big part of it. Now, how, how did you lose out on on uh, Brian Marshall to Danville, Illinois? <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out to you, man. Oh, but he's been waiting on that one, Mike. <laughs> I got out recruited. That's exactly what happened. That one still sits in the back of my throat a little bit. So you being able to pull that one out of the woods, I got to tell you, I'm a little embarrassed. Explain you that know, one, it, Pete or Mike. Yeah, sorry, that was on a left field, but uh, I just wanted to play around a little bit with Mike because uh, that my my daughter and Brian, our boyfriend and girlfriend, and uh, so Brian had brought that up to me earlier today, and we were talking about. And why don't I ask you this about that? So UNO, you you really have a lot of ties to Nebraska Omaha, whether it's the school or the the Lancers. Uh, you, you really have have spent a lot of your career there as well, right? Yeah, both my children were actually born in in omaha nebraska and we've got some very very good friends there i, I coached to the ushl for 14 years with the lancers and then i uh, was fortunate enough to get an opportunity to go back and, and coach with a legend in, in dean blaze uh, while he was at uno and, and helping build that program with mike kemp and uh so you know we had a lot of crossover and back in that day i, I still consider brian uh, one I missed out on. Uh, my guess is your daughter's uh, a little bit higher end than him, and I I hold him in a real high <laughs> high esteem because I think he's a heck of a young man, and uh, hopefully things are going well for both of them. Yeah, yeah for are. sure. Thanks. So, Mike, you come back home, and, and you got this series with Bemidji State, and you clinch a conference championship, and you're ranked number one in the country. W w was it difficult at all to, to get back into uh, a college hockey mode when you got back here? You know what? Not not really. I mean, it, I'm fortunate to be surrounded. But my staff, uh, Todd Connaught, has been with me from day one here. He's my associate head coach. And Paul Kirtland is is a first-year uh, assistant coach with us after Darren Blue moved on 
to a different spot in the professional world. And those guys, they crushed it along with our leadership group. They did a phenomenal job. Um, I really showed up at, at about 5 o'clock on, on Friday. We got back in for the airport around 3.30, um, you know, drove from there to, to home, grabbed a suit, went to the rink, uh, you know, said hello to the said hello to the guys, and then they went out and played. And they were very much prepared. It was great to see our guys. Uh, anytime I've had an opportunity to go out and do something with USA Hockey and and be away from your team, I will say absence makes the heart grow fonder. It, it was it was great to get back and be able to be there for our seniors uh, who have elevated our program here in their four years uh, since I've been here, and it was great to be able to share that with them last night on Senior Day. Hey Mike, how how has it changed? How has it changed you as a coach over the last ten or fifteen years in hockey? Because the style has moved so much from one end of the pendulum to the other. It was big and strong, and now you've got speed and skills. Uh, has that changed how you have to coach as well? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, this this game can be very beneficial uh, as far as the relationships that you can build. It can be very cruel in the the peaks and valleys. And really what I've learned is, you know, coaches go nowhere without their players. And uh, the style of game is very exciting. You, you saw David Quinn implement in a very short period of time a style that was very fun to watch. Our team played with pace. We played with speed. Uh, we were pressuring the puck all over the rink. Um, and, and you've just, you know what, you, you've got to cater a little bit more towards the athlete because they want to play a game that they, they feel that they can have some creativity involved in. Uh, if they're going to be putting the time in every day in the weight room, the classroom, and, and in your communities. And so you've had to evolve as a coach, uh, and hopefully I can continue to do that. Um, and the, these athletes, they're just a different breed. They, you know, they're, they're, they're 12 months a year. It used to be where training camp would start in September and they'd work their way into shoot. It's not that way anymore. Uh, they're elite. They're careful about what they put into their bodies. Uh, they're, they're a joy to be around. Mike Hastings, uh, you know, I know the cherry on top would be a national championship at this juncture when you're ranked number one in the country. You're allowed to have those kinds of expectations and, and goals and all those things. But isn't it amazing how when you, you, know, you come into a year like this and you think you've probably seen just about everything you can see in hockey, and now you've seen about 20, times, 20, 20 more things that you never anticipated you'd see coming into the year? Yeah, I mean, we, we talked to the guys about, you know, living today. Um, because you don't know what tomorrow can bring. And we've all been through different peaks and valleys, whether that's our personal lives with, with COVID, uh, you know, affecting us or loved ones. Uh, and, and you see athletes that have, have poured their heart and soul into a season and it, it ends uh, within hours, uh, not weeks. And so, you know, it, I think it makes you understand that you live for today, enjoy it, put everything you can into it. Uh, surround yourself with really good people, uh, which I've been fortunate to do, and and just kind of take it as it comes and try and squeeze every drop of positivity as you can out of it and and uh, make sure that you, you live every day like it could be your last just because you never know when you have the opportunity to compete as a group. Mike, thank you so much. Uh, congratulations on a wonderful season and getting to be in the Olympics. We appreciate it very much, and I hope we can talk to you soon. Thanks a lot for your time. You guys have a great Sunday. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, we you too. appreciate you, Mike.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.